This is Past Due, Hustler's Phone Tap, a candid look inside the life of a working creative, with your host, Experience J. Hey y'all, this is your girl Experience J, and this is Hustler's Phone Tap. I'm here with the very talented Markevia Bell, my good friend and sister. Hey, what's up? Hey y'all. So I just wanted to, I know we've been trying to do this. This is like our sixth take. <laughs> We're live at Panera Bread, enjoying, live, some, baby. <laughs> enjoying some lunch and all that good stuff. So I just wanted to kind of switch up the ambiance and all that good stuff. So let's start by you introducing yourself, tell them what you do for a living, things like that. Hey, so I'm Markevia, or a lot of my friends call me Kiwi. I, what, what, what am I not? That's the question. Um, <laughs> I'm an educator, been an educator for 13 years here in the DMV. My most important job that I love the most is I'm a mommy. Mm-hmm. So I'm a mommy, I'm an educator, a mentor, a visionary, entrepreneur, yes. <laughs> children's book writer, yes, all that yes. good stuff, all into one. Okay. So what do you do creatively? I know you mentioned children's book writer. Tell us a little bit more about that. So actually, a couple years ago, when I was in grad school, um, I had to turn a paper in and I had a professor that I think the assignment was like, how did you begin to learn how to read? And I've always loved writing. I've always loved reading. And so I turned my paper in and my professor said, hey, Markevia, have you ever thought about being a children's book writer? Like, I really loved how you um, told us the story creatively and how you learned how to read. Mm -hmm. And so... I was like, I never even really thought about being a children's book writer. Mm-hmm. I was just writing because that's just something that I just love to do and I and I love to read. Right. And so maybe like a little while after that, I kind of started, again, the idea came up again when I was um, teaching in second grade and we had to come up with like kind of how they had to like remix fairy tales or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with this story and my kids were like, you're finished? And I was like, no, this y'all, this is just a model, so I could show y'all, so y'all could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of became an idea, kind of stuck with me. And so a couple years later, I got married, had my first son, um, Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, he passed away. He mm-hmm. went to be with the Lord. But while I was in his room, the idea came up again, like, oh, you need to write a book. Mm-hmm. And this is the story I want you to tell. Mm-hmm. I want you to remix it and kind of like add things to it. So mm-hmm. I've been like, had I have still had the same concept in my head of the book that I'm writing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just been there for like eight years. So I've been writing this for like eight years. So prayfully, it will come out like during the summertime, summertime. Okay, that's awesome. So what else do you have going on as far as creativity? I know you do parties. Tell us a little bit about that stuff. So right now, so my company is Gliss Glam Parties, LLC. So basically, I do mobile spa parties, but I mostly do the mobile paint and sip. So the whole paint and sip phenomenon has been going on like for quite like for a couple of years. And so mm-hmm. I, I was at one. I was I was probably together at mm-hmm. one of them, and I was like, I could do this and get money. Mm-hmm. So you know, let let me let me see, let me do my dab because I can also draw too. And I was like, all I just need to do is do a little sketch, and you know. So I kind of tried it out and kind of went with it, mm-hmm. and from there I just kind of started just doing it where I brought the party to them and brought them the experience. Okay. So what's it like balancing work and your dream? This whole podcast is about essentially working creatives, people who 
work for a nine to five job, but also have their dream. And sometimes people kind of call their dream their side hustle, but some people have, it's like they, they want it to be their full thing. So how do you find balance with that? Well, I don't even know what the word balance means, so (laughs) you just fit it in where you can get it in, honestly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like I do my job. My job helps me to fund my dream. Mm -hmm. It helps me to fund the things that I really want to do, even though I love helping kids learn how to read and write. Mm -hmm. That it just it just funds what I need to do, you know. Okay. Even though it's my passion, I love it. It's just my purpose and my right, passion. Right, right. But I also, I guess, like after CJ goes to sleep, mm-hmm. when he goes to sleep at nine, mm-hmm. I try to get it done. I try to put an alarm in my phone. Sometimes I push the snooze button. Sometimes mm-hmm. I take my stuff and I go in a quiet place. I go in a corner. Mm-hmm. But it's all about. And then like not even just that time. Like I like it's like. I could like be teaching in the mm-hmm. middle of the day, and and I'll like, oh my gosh, I'll like think of something, so I like write it down, write it like down. on my desk, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, I thought about that, and so like I have like this book at school on my desk, and it has like all these random things like just written down on it, mm-hmm. um, and so I go back to it, you know, when it's time for me to kind of download and to upload a couple ideas and mm-hmm. concepts, and I'll like go back to it. Yeah. So I, you mentioned find a quiet space. I have such a big issue with that. <laughs> I feel like every time I'm trying to record or write, but particularly record, there's always honking, cars honking, <laughs> people yelling, babies screaming, people yes. talking loud on their cell phones, things like that. And I feel like that always happens to me, no matter where. Like, And I live in a pretty quiet neighborhood, but, you know, still. quiet. Right. But even so, like, I'll start to record. As soon as I turn the mic on, it's like, honk, honk, honk. And you're like, what the hell? So that's very important for me, just trying to find Mm -hmm. a quiet space to get certain things done. And even if I'm not recording, just that quiet space and quiet time, like, I really cherish that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's hard trying to find that, especially enough time because you might only have like an hour <laughs> you know what I'm saying 20 to do minutes. 20 or 20 maybe minutes maybe 10 minutes maybe but 10 at minutes. least you're getting it done and you want that quiet time to just to yourself and you don't always have that luxury mm-hmm. so I definitely understand that like we always go to yeah, Bus Boys and Poets yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're all that's our so, spot <laughs> I think that's like where I wrote the majority of my book at that's where I wrote all my book at so <laughs> it's, it's so good it's just a creative space with creative thinking and mindset so I definitely think the energy has to be right, too, when you find your balance. Mm-hmm. So you just can't, like, say, like, oh, okay, at 9 o'clock, I'm going to go ahead and talk about my dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely have to have that energy. Like, sometimes I'll have, like, a block, and it, my block can be, like, two months. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell? I can't, like, think of anything. Like, no concepts. And then it'll be a, a moment where my energy and everything is, like, aligning up, and mm-hmm. I just, like, I can't stop. Yeah. No, I definitely get it. And I already know the answer to this question. I don't even know why I asked it, but I guess it's important. But have you ever felt stuck when it comes to trying to live your dream and trying to balance that that nine to five? And how do you manage that? How do you deal with that feeling? Man, what? You get stuck in all types of different areas, I believe. Like, I get stuck at work because I'm like, Ugh, I don't really want to teach, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really want to be at this school. I don't want to be this job. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're like, well, it pays the bills. And the way mm-hmm. CJ's tuition is set up, it's like a baby mm-hmm. mortgage. So mm-hmm. it's like, I have to do this, you know, but, you know, and you feel stuck there. And then, like, mm-hmm. my degree is in, I have a master's in elementary education. Mm-hmm. So I really can't 
do a lot with that. Like you can, but you can't. So I feel stuck in that place because I feel like I'm only limited to like the classroom or like if I want to get out the classroom, like I have to have like different mm -hmm. um, certifications and stuff. And mm -hmm. I just don't have time to like go and do that thing, do those. So I kind of feel stuck there. And then sometimes I just want to do my business full time mm -hmm. with the benefits of my real job mm -hmm. and I can't do that. So yeah. it's like you're just constantly trying to just be on the hustle 24 seven so you can get to like the next step. No, I, I understand that being in education myself and even at times, now don't get me wrong, I love kids, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I felt like as a profession, other than me being a creative, that's definitely what I would be doing. Mm -hmm. However, like I said before, in a you know in other platforms, like I feel like it's not enough, and so whenever I would try to get out, or mm -hmm. because you have this degree or this experience in one place, you get boxed in. Mm -hmm. Where people, other even other jobs, be like, yeah, I see you have uh, experience in education, but mm -hmm. you don't have any experience in every, anything else. And you're like, no, like <laughs> education. A teacher, look, you look, have to be everything. You have to be everything. You have to be a lawyer, an advocate, a nurse, <laughs> a damn therapist. A receptionist. Receptive, you have to be everything. You like have to all know in, several skills. You have to know a hundred many mm -hmm. different skills. Like yeah. you're everything when you're an educator, especially depending on what type of community you are working in. If you're working in like a really sensitive community where it's like poverty stricken and stuff like that like you have uh, yeah. your kids have something that we all call as an invisible backpack and so our kids carry so much with them mm -hmm. and so we before i can even teach them a apple i, I mm -hmm. have to be like so did you eat last night mm -hmm. oh yo, your mom it, was hollering like much it, it's so yeah. deep so mm -hmm. i have to like get that their their first little level mm -hmm. you know i have to get them together first before i can even try to teach them anything what keeps you motivated cj like looking at him every day knowing that you know he he counts on me and mm -hmm. i can't let him down mm -hmm. uh being able to be a voice for the for the little black girls mm -hmm. that are voiceless mm -hmm. or being a voice for those kids in foster care because you know i'm a product of foster care so mm -hmm. being that voice for them letting them know that hey this may have been our start but guess what this doesn't have to be our finish mm -hmm. so the voiceless definitely is, is motivating because i wish i had somebody you know that advocated for me for the voiceless as well so mm -hmm. why not create it if it hasn't been created so where do you see yourself in let's say five years creatively what's your end goal like what, what do you what does that look like for you so in my mind right now, mm -hmm. for five years from mm -hmm. now, I I really, I'm looking to hope that I have like my own establishment mm -hmm. where I can call a home, mm -hmm. where it can be a space, you know, for my event, be a space for mentorship, be a space for tutoring, for advocacy, like something for the community, definitely right. a space for the community. Mm -hmm. I definitely see the different, like a couple of my platforms kind of forming into that one that one space right right okay and me me chilling with oprah yeah. talking to her okay yes oprah chilling okay with oprah okay so you know um that definitely markevia being a household name when mm -hmm. it comes to kids with disabilities mm -hmm. with foster care mm -hmm. with education so i want to be a household name for those three entities okay. they are near and dear to my heart i like that that's cool okay I kind of just want to skip to 
what you're working on right now. So tell the people what you're working on, what you have coming up, anything you want to promote. This is the time where you can do that. Oh, okay. So I've already said I'm working on my book. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited about it. So yeah. I like get so excited and giddy about it. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm working on my book. And so that's been a process in its own. Mm -hmm. It's just been a whole personal journey. And like, I just love how my characters have evolved from the simplicity like from eight years ago to uh -huh. like how they are now like mm -hmm. each of my characters have like own little personality and i'm even like now envisioning them like later down the road you know mm -hmm. to just be bigger to be bigger characters have bigger meanings mm -hmm. i'm working on some event space okay. right now for my painting stuff so we can have a home so i'm working on that right now okay but um pretty soon you guys will see, you'll be seeing more events come up so uh, with the pain and sips for mm -hmm. not just for the adults but for kids i'm okay. working on something called pain and praise mm -hmm. so the pain and praise will take place after sunday so after you get your good word in come in paint and praise amen mm -hmm. amen um and then i'm coming out with freaky friday sorry lord so freaky fridays so you know where we paint and sit we just have so much fun um we play games and you know freaky games and you know it's just 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 fun just trying to take the pain and sip thing out of the box mm -hmm. and then just you know the regular pain and sip if people want to draw trees and shit you know if they're like not down with drawing penises or whatever right, you know, right. so they can come to that one and then i'm working on um cj's universe mm -hmm. so cj's universe is a platform for children with disabilities specifically mm -hmm. with autism mm -hmm. and so i'm working on that right now trying to build that platform for minority mothers mm -hmm. um so that they will have resources to even help figure out like okay something's not quite right with my child like what could it be mm -hmm. and especially like in the minority neighborhood in the black community mm -hmm. like having a disability is kind of like looked down upon mm -hmm. or it's overlooked like oh they just like this or oh they're just doing that or oh they're just being lazy like oh no your child might have a disability and mm -hmm. you need to like come you need to have the resources to help your child be more successful right and so i'm working on that and I'm working on glam kids and glam moms. So um, I got a couple of things like going on with like OBGYNs in the community mm -hmm. to help promote glam moms mm -hmm. and glam kids. And what is that? So glam moms, a couple of years ago when I had my first son, Isaiah, mm -hmm. I was on bed rest. So mm -hmm. I had a membrane rupture. Mm -hmm. I had a hole in my water bag with Isaiah. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, I was on bed rest for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm used to getting my feet done, okay? And mm -hmm. none of my friends wanted to touch. Only one friend touched my feet. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Quinta. She was the only one that okay. touched my feet. Praise him, because no, <laughs> Nobody no else Lord. was not going to touch my feet. <laughs> no so Jaquinta was the only one that rubbed lotion. But this this heifer put some damn gloves on because my feet were horrible. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nobody's not going to come in. Like, I you know do my feet mm -hmm. and like i tried to look around there was like no mobile like people that do feet right and i was just like i was so lonely in there because you know and everybody kept concentrating like oh my god how's the baby how's the baby mm -hmm. i'm like well how how am i i'm like going crazy in this place you right, know right, right. and so i was like you know when i get out i'm gonna do something for moms i'm gonna do a mobile spa for moms that are mm -hmm. on bed rest mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how glam moms cultivated mm -hmm. and so i wanted to do it for free like for parents that are in the hospital okay. and just that hour to themselves like mm -hmm. i'm not a professional right, but right. i can put your feet in this good tub and <laughs> lotion them and paint them and right. and and say you you know have a nice day mm -hmm. so you know if you would like to give to that please go on my link at glitzglamparties.com okay? okay so you can definitely donate mm -hmm. and i'm glam kids it's near and dear to my heart it's a it's um where i get free parties so mm -hmm. paint parties to 
kids that are maybe in a shelter, kids mm-hmm. that are in foster care, mm-hmm. kids that are like in at-risk neighborhoods. Like, I have like a little criteria that like basically if a kid is in need or, you know, just that are less up, than, yeah. just hit me up yeah, so we yeah. can, I can do a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and then, you know, I'll do a party for them. That's dope. That's dope. So give your social media handles if you want. How can people, you know, reach you and get in touch with you? So you can um, hit me up at Jess Keeve. That's my personal one on Instagram. But you can hit me up at glitzglamparties.com. You can hit me up at glitzglamparties, LLC, on Facebook. Glam Nights, LLC, on Facebook. And Glam Nights, and the, the same things on Instagram. Okay. So the same handles on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, same handles on Instagram. So okay, awesome. So lastly, of course, you know about the mantra of the moment because I hit you up about this. So I want you to give us our closing mantra of the moment for the good old people. My mantra of the moment is you will never know how far you can fly until you spread your wings. I don't know who wrote it, but I thought it was dope. And I wrote it on all my college applications, okay? So I can get into college. <laughs> but um, but now as like an adult thinking about it is that you really don't know the lengths of your ability until you like really like get out there on your own uh-huh. and like really like fly. And I think um, Steve Harvey said it the best when uh-huh. he said, just jump and you're right. gonna like kinda make some bumps along the way, but you always have a parachute and our wings are always God, always, he's always gonna lead you. He's always gonna guide you. Mm -hmm. And so throughout this whole journey, you know, in adulthood, you know, um, getting to where I am now, I just kinda just just took off and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was scared to fly high, you know, at a high altitude, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm learning that he's always gonna guide you. He's always gonna lead you. So just spread those wings, baby. That is the best, best advice ever. So many times we kinda, put out the what if I fail and you know what I'm saying there was a saying like what if I fail but what if I fly you know what I'm saying so you just never know until you attempt it and like we've been saying I've been seeing it everywhere in my last mm-hmm. interview do it afraid <laughs> oh my god that's my I was about to say that I'm like that's what my, my pastor is like just do it afraid do it afraid do it afraid and I'm like but I'm scared like do it even okay. if you're you don't even know what the hell you about to get into like just do it because at the end of the day like People like Dr. Seuss, I love Dr. Seuss. So Dr. Seuss, you know, he did that shit afraid and he kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And he got, they, they said, nah, like 38, 40 times until now he, we have, we celebrate this nigga birthday. You know what I mean? So you just have to do it afraid. Even if you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I just really wanted to get you on because I know there's so many things that you're doing and I know it could be inspiration because... We're we're in this like we're real creatives, but we got real. Yeah, we look. We we, we be in the struggle, and it's so important for others to kind of see that you can be in the struggle, but still be doing what you love and working it out. That's really what I wanted this podcast to be about. Mm -hmm. It's just to give that light to the struggling creatives because I know for myself, even when I started working on past due. I was at a point in my life where I was just like, what the hell is next? You know what I'm and saying? And Past Due is the bomb. I'm Thank sorry, you. Abby. Y'all have not listened to Past Due. Please go listen to that. I, I done cussed you out so many times with this damn thing. Ooh, Lord. I love Past Due. Shout out to you and your 
thousand listens, probably five thousand now. Oh my god, it's four point seven, but who's counting? Yes, yes, four point seven. I told you about five thousand. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of my sister. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud that you're a part of my tribe. I'm so blessed that you're a part of my tribe. As am I. Yes, 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 girl. Thank you so much for coming on the show, even though it took us fifty million times to get this right. I know. Thank you so much. Hey guys, you know I'm all for supporting our fellow podcasters out there. What you're about to hear up next is a short trailer from the audio drama Dead Beats Inc., a podcast by Aisha Casey. Y'all check it out. Are you a single mom out here trying to maintain a successful career? I left a message for Margie that research firm in Gramercy Park needs. Meanwhile, trying to figure out why your baby daddy continues to not help you take care of your child. Come on, girl. Crick hasn't even paid child support in long over two years. That would make him a deadbeat, am I right? Maybe you have a teenager. Cut in class, proving she's not falling too far from that tree. Hey, you ever want to take that motherfucker? Take that person down? Sir, put your hands up. You ever want to help other people take their deadbeats down? How are you going to become like a child support superhero or something? You know, he locks me in the closet just to feel big and bold or something. I got a problem. I think my daughter's mom is hiding something. Can you help me find my mom? She left me! Then Deadbeats is here to help. <laughs> what exactly is this? Deadbeats Professional Services, Cassidy speaking. What does that mean? Trust me. Remember the Craigslist killer? Deadbeats on iTunes and other podcast platforms. Follow us at Deadbeats underscore INC on Instagram and Twitter. Pleasure doing business with you.